Welcome back for a brand new episode in our Cloud Tank podcast. Today, I have my colleague here, Z. Hi, Z. How are you? Good. Uh, how are you, Joanna? No, I'm, I'm, do I'm doing really well. I'm excited about our topic today, which is the best ways to secure an AWS cloud. Um, but before we dive into that, we wanted to touch on the AWS shared responsibility model. We know that the customer versus AWS, there's some specific roles that they're in charge of. Um, if you want to elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, so uh, security is very important topic when it comes to the cloud computing. Um, I remember like five to 10 years ago, like when people were trying to move to the cloud, everybody was like, uh, my data is not secure in the cloud, how right. I should secure data and so on. And uh, so they basically, uh, there is a, a thing called shared security, shared mm -hmm. responsibility model. So uh, what that means is like, there is a two type of main major security, like security of the cloud and security in the cloud. Mm -hmm. So what does mean security of the cloud is like the actual infrastructure of the cloud environment. For example, the data centers, the computers, and hardware and the electricity, networking, you know, all the regions, uh, that security, security of that physical infrastructure of the cloud is the responsibility of the cloud providers, such as AWS or Microsoft Azure or Google Cloud Platform. Mm -hmm. They are responsible for the security of that infrastructure side. So they have all the systems. You can go on YouTube and watch how Google actually secure their data center. Nobody can come in or out without any, you know, approvals and all these things. And it's it's very uh, tight security. You see, like Hollywood movies. <laughs> so it's it's like that actually. So even even they have to change a little cable or something patching. There is a whole process to go through and it. They're so, responsible for it. Basically. Yeah, so they are very tight about it, and they follow all the strict guidelines and all these things. There are like cameras all over the place, twenty-four-seven, uh, on AWS, and all cloud providers do that. And mm -hmm. the second thing is cloud security in the cloud. Like what data basically you are putting in the cloud, how you are setting setting up your network, firewall, security, identity management, user passwords and all that type of things. Security in the cloud, too, right? the yeah, data. The data and all this information, that is the responsibility of the customer that is you who are using the cloud. Mm -hmm. So if you put, for example, your uh, photos, which shouldn't be public, but you expose your uh, storage to a public view, uh, it's not response. It's not. It's your no. mistake, basically. No, it compromises then the user. You don't seem credible because um, you'll. It seems like you'll leak their information. Yeah. Yeah. Secure. So yeah, security. So we'll we'll talk about uh, today that what are the best practices to secure your AWS cloud uh, environment, and we are talking specifically about the AWS. But same concept should be applied to other cloud providers as well. Uh, but we will be specific about AWS. Okay, so we know the first thing we need to consider is securing the identity within the AWS cloud. So, 
Yeah, before even securing, uh, I would say that uh, you should have some kind of a strategy in place, like, okay, how you want to prevent, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. and then like detect if something uh, goes wrong in your cloud, you know, how a you plan of action, yeah. a plan of action, then how you would respond to it, how you will mm -hmm. fix the issues, remediate it, and, you know, go on. So that should be like a, some kind of a strategy in place. And, uh, you know, partners like us, Data Next, could help you actually define that strategy, okay, how everything should be, how you can monitor your uh, logging activity in the cloud, who should get notified if something goes wrong, and things like that, uh, threats and compliance issues and all that type of things. You should have some kind of a strategy in place, like security strategy, Right. which will streamline the process. Even you're a small, you know, startup or maybe, you know, one man company using a cloud, uh, you should know okay, where to look uh, if something goes wrong. You know, mm -hmm. I know a customer who were, <laughs> who were using S3 without knowing uh, anything about it. And all of his, uh, you know, uh, data was in the S3 bucket. For example, he was selling some uh, digital uh, products and he uploaded all the data to S3 because it provides durability, flexibility, but he didn't know anything about the security. Mm. He uploaded all the stuff into the S3 cloud and uh, uh, later he noticed that there are like many people are downloading without actually paying him. And oh my goodness. And how it happened because one guy bought it and he got a link to download the files and he sent it to his friend. He could yeah. also download without actually logging it. And um, so then he asked us, hey, uh, can you help us? And then I actually uh, set up some security rules that this data should not be exposed unless you pay and you know generate a unique URL for every purchase and you know yes. <laughs> go and download that thing. So uh, things like that usually happen. So, I mean, you should have like some kind of strategy in place. And if you're moving to the cloud, uh, best is to uh, work with, with you know, technology uh, partner. Yeah, technology like partner who can actually set up everything uh, beforehand. So, yeah, the first thing again, securing your identity, like you said. Uh, do you want to add something to it? Yeah, that, that, that's a really good point. It's definitely important to have a plan of action and a strategy. You know, there's a lot of powerful tools that we can use, but if you don't know how to use them or, you know, you mistreat them, it could actually be counter effect and it could do you harm more than good. So I definitely think that's important. Um, so now let's dive into the five common areas on where we can tighten up the security in the AWS cloud. First being securing our identity, right? Which is referred to IAM. Yeah, so uh, AWS provides a, a service called Identity and Access Management, which mm -hmm. is IAM in short. And uh, IAM actually provides you the where you can define all the users, groups, roles, and policies that are going to be in your AWS cloud. And this is very important service in a sense. Um, so uh, what you can do, like, for example, you have a team of developers uh, working on a project, but once the project is over, you should actually go and visit your IEM, uh, review any users who no longer need access, just deactivate them, 
there is a thing called access keys in AWS IAM. Uh, for example, if you want to programmatically access AWS Cloud, the way you can do is using the access keys. So access keys you generate, which is unique. If somebody has those access keys and the permissions are attached to those access keys, they can really hurt you <laughs> in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, so the best practice is never upload your access keys to a source control repository like GitHub or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I've seen this mistake. Uh, once uh, one of my trainee uh, mm -hmm. developer, he actually uploaded the GitHub <laughs> access keys, uh, sorry, the access, AWS access keys to GitHub. And what happens, uh, I got a notification from AWS, there's something wrong with your AWS account. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. what, what's wrong? And I saw like huge uh, machines are running in my account in every region and they are generating Bitcoin <laughs> mining. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and uh, luckily I caught it within like three to four hours. And yeah. it, but it, it cost me, I think maybe 500, 600 bucks. Yeah, but AWS was a pretty kind they were understanding. They, they understanding and they said, okay, it's not your mistake. So we, you know, wave you that money. So, nice. yeah. So, but, uh, so the best practice is like how you secure your identity. So if you no longer need those access keys, uh, make sure you delete them, deactivate them, user IDs. Um, also review the policies that are mm -hmm. attached to those users, groups, and, you know, um, accounts. Uh, because if you don't, for example, if you give admin access to every account, they can do anything with, within that. But if your ID only needs to access, for example, S3 or only need to access RDS, you should be very specific about it. Like, okay, grant only permissions to a specific resource. Right. And, uh, and even if you are giving access to a specific resource, you should identify, okay, uh, what is the, in that service, specific, resource for example you need access to certain rds database just grant access to only one rds database not right. everything in that yeah. yeah so that's the kind of a best practice and also security identity one of the uh, uh, common thing is like to enable mfa like multi-factor authentication so you have mm -hmm. to provide your password and additional to that uh, uh, you know uh, a token which which uh, refresh every minute 30 seconds so you provide that token as well to log into your aws account so that is Are usually those like the the little like to verify you're not a robot where they ask you to maybe click on different images yeah or... that type of a thing plus uh, there is a, um, a an app called google authenticator which mm -hmm. uh, gives you a unique token every mm -hmm. 30 seconds so you have okay. to provide your password plus that token to actually yeah. log into it so okay. The benefit is like it's it's called I think time uh, a temporary time factor or password or something. Uh, so, but but it's very common like a multi-factor authentication to use yeah. when one comes to the securing your identity. Okay, great. And what about securing the network, which is the next common area? Yeah. So the common area to hit is the network security. So. Uh, the network security is very important in a sense. For example, when you launch any resource or service in AWS, you are actually launching in some kind of a network. But if your network is open to public 
anyone actually can access that ser service. So for example, if you launch your database, but it's in the public network, that means the internet can access it and anyone with the link and knowledge of it can actually access from any computer, any anywhere wow. in the world, mm -hmm. which expose uh, a, a certain security threat because right. if your data got leaked and this happened uh, time to time, even for a small window, somebody, um, you know, enable the public access or something happened. So uh, it can cause, you know, data breach and all that type of things. So to, to avoid that, you know, you should review all the security groups in your AWS account, make sure they are not open to public if, if they don't have to, uh, disable all the public internet access where it shouldn't be necessary. Also review basically EC2 instances that are running in public subnets or uh, things like that. Also, there is a, uh, a concept called Bastion host, mm -hmm. um, which means that uh, if you want to access your private resources, you actually log into a Bastion host first and then log into the private uh, uh, resources. Right. So sometimes what happens like uh, if you if you forgot about Bastion host is on, or maybe it's it's got compromised. So make sure uh, if if they don't have to run Bastion host, just just you know stop <laughs> running them. Mm -hmm. So securing your network has a lot of complexities, but the most common and you can say for general audience is like securing. Make sure the ports and the internet access and the VPNs and all these things are you know uh, properly secure. Okay. Okay, great. And what about data protection? Yeah, security so the, of the data in the cloud. Yeah. yeah, so security of the data in the cloud again is your responsibility. So uh, so AWS has a lot of services which stores data. For example, your photos, images, and object storage, videos, that type of data you can store in S3. Your mm. transactional data, like your uh, Soft, uh, basically your data, that application data you can store in uh, DynamoDB or you can store in um, RDS databases or Redshift, uh, like basically transactional data. And then there is another type of data called logging data, for example, logs generated by your application and all AWS environment. So review all your S3s, like mm. make sure if they are not public, open if you need to have public open make sure create a separate bucket that only open for public and uh, doesn't have the data that should shouldn't be public also make sure encryption is enabled on the bucket so uh, encryption is very important like I remember uh, there was a data breach uh, I think 20 years ago or something when encryption was not very common concept. Mm. And uh, what happened, the hacker was like an insider uh, employee of the company, oh, wow. of the mm -hmm. data center. And what he was actually doing is like um, uh, the data files of the database, he was just actually uh, opening it in a notepad and he the data was not encrypted. So he can see all the credit cards right. that are stored oh, in the wow. database. And he was just like, you know, uh, using those and uh, people were like, uh, so you, 
so finally they figure out after a long investigation how he he was hacking his stuff so so that's type of things happen so if you enable encryption even somebody has those files they don't they can't do anything so right. that gives you a peace of mind as well like um, yeah from the Definitely. from aws side as well and like your data is in the cloud but from aws something got compromised uh, which shouldn't be but <laughs> but uh, um, I mean, you will have like peace of mind that your data is encrypted. Right. So also the log files that uh, uh, basically generating logs of everything, make sure that doesn't contain any PHI and PII data. So for example, developers sometimes what they do, they, they put some kind of code, okay, I access certain username and email, his email is this, just to check if they, they are doing something and if they forget, to you know, uh, disable those loggings that actually go into the production and people who are just reviewing, monitoring the data uh, of the logs, for example, they might see these information, you know, coming in the in the log file, which might expose PHI, PII, or that type of thing. So make sure these logs don't have any kind of you know uh, private information, sensitive sensitive data, basically. Right. What about uh, monitoring? So we know that monitoring is very important when it comes to security. How is this another way to um, enhance security on in AWS? Yeah, so uh, monitoring is again critical. You can only fix if you know what is happening in your environment. Mm -hmm. If you if you don't know what is happening, you you can't fix anything. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, part of working with the you know, partners like us is that uh, we can, we have experience uh, working with all different type of customers and uh, clients and uh, environments and use cases that we know like what are the common threads and issues comes with the security of the cloud, in the cloud and off the cloud. So we can actually set up, uh, you know, a very good baseline things mm. and then set up a monitoring things to actually tighten up even more. So it's a it's a process, you know. It, it like uh, same thing like performance tuning. You can't uh, tune it unless you you see the issues coming in your systems. Yeah. So so then like you you take a step and iterate through it and you go go with it. Okay, how to actually fix it? So there are like common ways in AWS Cloud. Like uh, CloudWatch is a Could service. Could you set up alerts in CloudWatch or? Yeah, you can set up and uh, you, there are like a lot of ways to do it. Uh, so first is like, make sure your logs are encrypted. Uh, second is you enable CloudWatch service everywhere where you are using. And uh, another thing, uh, what you can do, you can move those log files to a centralized uh, search engines like or centralized service for, for analytics and query, for example, Elasticsearch or Splunk, these type of services where you can actually search during the time, okay, what happened from, for example, 8 a.m. in the morning. If you see something, uh, you know, abnormal activity, you can actually search through that. So it's okay. a very good practice, you know, uh, retrieve all the logs from AWS and other services and, you know, put them into a centralized services where, where you can actually uh, monitor those log files. Also, monitoring of uh, 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 VPC logs, for example, network logs, is very important. For example, somebody is trying to access your system and they are keep getting rejected. So mm -hmm. you you can actually see okay 
maybe attackers are coming trying to actually hack you or something yeah. happening so so it's more it's a good to have like monitoring enabled everywhere right yeah and what are some additional security tools in aws like we know we have aws security hub aws inspector amazon inspector yeah so these are services are very uh, value added in a sense mm -hmm. uh, security hub actually reviews your um, security posture across your all AWS accounts. So all the services, it says, okay, uh, what are the main issues in, uh, in the security and how to fix them? It will actually give you instructions as well. And for example, it says, oh, you don't have uh, encryption enabled on S3 bucket, or maybe this S3 bucket is public. Mm -hmm. So it follows a basically CIS uh, benchmarks from, uh, you know, um, security guidelines and uh, you know guide you based on those uh, like okay how tight your security should be yeah. um, inspector is basically uh, look into your specific services what was mm -hmm. happening in that and uh, same thing with the guard duty um, audit manager macy actually is a machine learning service which looks into your s3 that it has something sensitive data or not if it detects that, okay, this looks like a social security number, mm. uh, are you sure you want to keep that in the in the data or not? Uh, also, like uh, when you're developing your applications, there are like a lot of uh, passwords that you need to interact with. Uh, for mm. example, you're working on um, a Java application which needs to connect to a database, so you need a database password or connection or API keys. So to protect those, there is a service called Secret Manager. You can use that, leverage that. And it's all uh, part of a good um, architect and design as well. So when you're basically starting a new project, um, make sure you have security architect also in place with the enterprise or cloud architect as well, who are like designing these solution, make sure they have covered from the security perspective as well. Right, yeah, because it's important to have all of our data is secure in the cloud and it's a myth, right? Your data is actually more secure in the cloud than it would be on an on-premise center. Um, yeah, that's my, uh, you can say, um, uh, that's what I think, you know. Um, yeah. yes, I think I, what I have seen, like uh, people think, hey, I, I, my data is secure when I have computer in front of me, but yeah. you don't know like what is happening in that computer and like, yeah. Maybe you, you put all the security in the application, but somebody walks in and take the hard drive out of your computer. Yeah, or it just <laughs> dies. The hard drive, yeah. hard drive just stops working. So basically, it. yeah, the cloud gives you durability also other, and other benefits. Plus, uh, the security is also now a part of it. And I mean, a lot of uh, big enterprises now adopting cloud and everything yeah. you see in the recent year. Um, yeah. is happening because of the cloud computing, like startups like Airbnb, Amazon, and all yeah. these things becoming huge because they can, they have, everything is scale generating data. Yeah, so yeah. they can scale easily. Yeah, well, this is great. And if you guys want to learn more about the best practices to secure AWS cloud, we will be leaving a link in the description to download our ebook. And if you want to learn more, you can always reach out to us. I will also leave our social media links and email in the description. See, and um, we hope to see you guys soon. Thank you.